Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. Uh, it's another episode in there's always three things, right? And today I want to talk to you about the three things about forming habits. The three things about habit formation. It wasn't so long ago on the pod when we spoke about habits. So there's some um, similarity and crossover in this. But I want to really focus on the three things. But first things first, what is a habit? Um, I hear you cry. So a habit is something... Uh, typically that we do automatically we do without thinking it's something pre-programmed into us if i was to ask you what was the second thing that you did this morning what would you say um habits are things that we do automatically things that just naturally happen there's various different studies that suggest that a high percentage of what we do every single day is habitual we do it on autopilot we do it automatically we don't actually think about all the things if you you drive a car um do you actually actually consciously think about depressing the clutch um shifting it into gear using your indicators and all of these things we just do them automatically we do them habitually based on the cues and the things that we're trying to do and the the things that we're trying to to achieve every single day we act on habit far more than i think we realize or i act far more uh, than than i think i realize that i do but a high proportion of what we do every single day is a habit so that's what a habit is in terms of businesses um as you uh, probably were one of my one of our favorite um definitions of culture is the sum of all of the habits that exist within an organization. The things that happen automatically. And if you want to really challenge and change your culture, then it starts with creating and forming new habits. And that's what I want to talk about today. The three things about habit formation. And I think there are three things. And there's three really important things that I think you need to consider. The first thing is belief. You can create and form a new habit in people. In fact, actually, I'll tell you the three things. And remember, um, this series, I want you to think, feel, and do new things. I want you to think new thoughts, or I want you to rethink some of the thoughts that you currently have. I want you to feel confident to try something new. And I might want you to feel a bit conflicted about things that you, you may have already known. And then I want you to take action. I want you to do some new things following. So when you think about the definition of culture being the sum of all of the habits that exist, what habits do you need to change within your people to create a different culture? Create a different culture to get you to where you're trying to get to. So the three things that, the three things about forming habits, the three things about habit formation, number one, is belief number two is the habit loop or the habit cycle and number three is the craving that is um is created uh, after continuously 
um, going around the habit loop and the habit, habit cycle. So number one, what, what do I mean about belief? Well, the easiest way and the most natural way to, um, to create a new habit is if you create some belief. If people believe in what it is and if in what it is that is needed to be achieved often we we define a vision we set a vision so far into the future it feels too big it feels like we're trying to make too big of a leap too big of a stride to get to where we want to try to get to if you look at it at a a habitual level it's very easy to get people to believe that actually things are possible and the, the secret and the crux of habit formation is to build belief in people first. Allow them to, to realize and see for themselves that what we are talking about is achievable. The leap is not too big. The steps to take are not massive. Change can happen. Some ways that you can build belief are by demonstrating other ways and other people doing what it is that you want this person or people to do. Other ways you can build belief are by creating communities, creating um, collaboration, creating groups of people to start to share their journeys, share their successes and, and talk to each other about about the, the new world that you're all trying to collectively move to. Roger Bannister, we spoke a number of times, Roger Bannister was the first person to break the four-minute mile. He believed that it was possible. So in in him believing that it was possible, he trained, his diet changed, uh, his whole routine changed, his mindset changed, and and he believed that it was possible. And that bled or led to a whole host of different changes for him. The minute that Roger had broken the four minute mile, I think it's something like six weeks afterwards, the second person did it. And now thousands of people since Roger Bannister had broken that four-minute mile, have broken that four-minute mile. Recently, somebody broken, broke the um, the marathon. The marathon time, they, I think it is, they, they broke like the two-hour. Um, is it two or three hours? It's a fast time anyway for a, for a marathon. And before that, people believed it wasn't possible. But the minute that somebody does it, it increases the level of belief. So how can you demonstrate to others that actually what you want to achieve is possible? What do you need to do to believe that the journey that you're on is possible? Okay, so that's number one, that we need to create a sense of belief in others. The second thing is the habit loop, um, which is the cue, routine, reward. Cue, routine, reward. Cue, routine, reward. What do I mean by the cue? Cue is the trigger for the activity, for the for the habits that you want to create. So when you, it might be um, that you want to have a daily conversation. It might be that you want to coach your people. It might be that you want to stop smoking. Um, it might be that you want to start going to the gym. So what's the cue? What's the trigger for that activity? Um, and what's the current trigger that might be taking place that, that creates the belief that you want to break? So what, what new triggers, or what new cues do you need to create to then start that routine? The second part of the habit loop is the routine which is just the act of doing the thing that you actually want to do. And then the reward is the celebration or the the feeling that you get upon completion of that activity. I see a lot of people wanting to wanting to do the routine without really considering the cue and the reward. And they might have to break a pre-existing habit. You might have to change the cues um, and then 
and reinforce the new way of doing it by, by creating a bigger reward off the back of it. So yeah, so Q, routine, reward. One of the easiest ways to start a new habit is to stack it onto a pre-existing habit. We spoke about habit stacking in the past, um, and I often use that if you wanted to start flossing your teeth, you the easiest way for you to remember to start flossing your teeth is to leave the floss next to your toothbrush so that a habit that you probably do every single day is brush your teeth. If you have your floss right next to your toothpaste or toothbrush, the minute you replace your toothbrush, then you'll see the floss. That's your cue to pick up the floss and then start doing it. And then the the, uh, the reward is the feeling of, of, of clean teeth or the, the journey that you're on um, as well. So that's the cue routine reward. The the toothpaste industry became really successful the minute that they made toothpaste um, taste a bit minty because it made your breath um, and your mouth feel fresh and that was the reward. So because your mouth felt like that, that was it was a stronger reward than just over time having to clean your teeth to have white um, white teeth um, or clean or clean mouth. So the 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 minty fresh came from toothpaste companies increasing the level of reward and that was game changer in the uh, in in the toothbrushing or toothpaste industry. The minute that that happened, so they increased the level of reward, they increased the feeling that you got after completing the the routine, and then that made people want to do it more because the reward was so big for them. So yeah, so cue, routine, reward. Think about the cues for the habits. Are you effectively queuing? At the point you want people to do something, is there an effective cue that, that prompts that activity, that doesn't leave it down to interpretation, that actually smacks them, obviously not uh, not, not physically, but smacks them in the face um, to to do the actual routine. So that's the cue. The routine is the thing, is the act, and then the, uh, the reward is the feeling. So what do you need to do to strengthen the reward, to reinforce um, the reasons why people uh, are doing that thing. So yeah, cue, routine, reward is the second thing. That's the habit loop, the habit cycle. Um, that's the second thing in forming habits. And then the third thing is craving. You get a sense of craving if you continuously, continuously go around the habit loop. If you want people to crave to, um, to, to continue doing whatever it is that you're doing, then you need to get them to continuously go around the habit loop. Set those cues, complete the act, and then have an adequate reward that makes them want to do it again. And if you continuously do that, you will instantly, or you, or you will create a level of craving. So it's the craving that drives the activity. It's not necessarily the strength of the cue and the, the, the positivity of the reward. Over time, it will just become natural. It'll just become the level of craving will be so intense that actually it'll be that that maintains and becomes habitual. So before you have, a, before it forms into a habit, so a habit is only fully formed when you've got when you've got the craving. To get the craving, you need to ensure that you've got step two, which is the Q routine reward. And then to actually get people to start doing the Q routine reward, you need to have sufficient level of belief to start. So think about these three things when you want to create and form new habits. And why should you create and form new habits? Because the sum of all habits equals the culture 
in an organization. So it needs to be a habitual change to actually change the culture that you're working in or living in or whatever it is. So yeah, so um, really consider these three things about when you wanna to try to create and form new habits. Have you got a strength of belief? Is that belief big enough? Um, does everybody have a strength of belief or is it just you? What are you doing then to create the right cues, to make the routine clear and to increase the level of reward that people feel after completing the act? And then if you can get people to continuously do that, what are you doing to encourage the craving? So this comes down to the frequency of the completing the habit loop. If you can sufficiently get people to travel that habit loop continuously over a period of time, then you will create a level of craving and that's when it becomes a habit. It starts with belief, then it's the habit loop, then comes craving, but then that is how you truly form habits and really change your culture for wherever you are to get to where you want to try to get to. And if you want to break them habits, then you've got to unpick what we've just spoke about unpick or you've got to create a level of belief that actually change is possible then you've got to stop doing or stop prompting with the right with with these cues and maybe change or challenge the reward that people are feeling understand the reward that they're feeling and then and then try to either reduce the level of reward or swap it out so that they feel something different so yeah those are the three things about forming habits about habit formation in the uh, in the next episode and there's always three things right if there is something you want me to cover in this mini series you want my subjective view of my three things about something then just drop us a line lee at have yourself an amazing week and we will chat again next thanks for listening to business problems solved you can contact lee on linkedin facebook instagram or twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.